business is booming. From the small mom and pops to the big industries, our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products, services, and jobs we depend on. Our host, Jennifer McCurdy, brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County, Alabama. And now, here's Jennifer. Hello, everyone. I'm joined today by Logan Legrand. He is the Executive Director of Mark for Life Ministries, but I've just, as I've processed having him here with me today, I started thinking about kind of everything you do, Logan. Mm -hmm. And I thought, really, I think you're the connector of goodness in a community. Well, hey, that's a great thing to be named for. I know. And also, (laughs) I I thought, there are so many people that talk about things they can do Mm -hmm. or have great ideas. I think a lot of people do, but then actually doing them is one thing. So something I've learned from getting to know you, Logan, over the last, I guess, year now, year and a half, is that you walk the walk that you talk. (laughs) And I love that so much about you. So I was excited that you agreed to join me for Business is Booming. And and I say business is booming. It is booming. But the component that you bring to it is from a community aspect. Certainly. I wanted you just to share a little bit about your background and yeah. how March for Life Ministries came about and kind of where y'all are today and where you see yourself going. Of course. Well, first, I want to say, Jennifer, it's such an honor to be invited to be with you today. Uh, excited about this new element of the chamber uh, with the podcast. Um, and we're honored to serve Fort Payne. Uh, we just believe this is such an awesome place. And so uh, March for Life Ministries is completely focused on helping our neighbors in need. We've actually been an organization since 2013, but we've been uh, here in Fort Payne in our crisis center almost a year. April 8th will be our full year uh, operating in services. And so um, throughout that past year, uh, in January, we did our report. We were able to help about 304 individuals. We served 163 households, um, and those are individuals that were helping lead on their path to self-sufficiency. And so what that looks like, if we meet an individual that may be facing homelessness or perhaps they're in between a job, um, there's all kinds of scenarios you can come up with. But all of that leads back to our program that's crafted to help someone not just get their immediate needs, but see complete restoration in their whole life. Um, And so we do that through the care coordinator program. They come in once a week, uh, meet with someone for about an hour, and we just kind of dive into the things of their life practically as well as spiritually. Um, and we've seen so much success of people, you know, just having their lives completely transformed. I'd love to share some of those stories at some point. But I know, and we, maybe we can hear a couple. Yes. But, I mean, what made you decide to do this? How were you led to this ministry? Well, we, uh, as an organization, we do a lot of outreach already. So Mark for Life basically has full, uh, four elements of ministry. We have Deliver Hope projects, which are uh, projects where we just feed throughout the city. Last year, we fed about uh, 3,500 individuals with hot meals. Oh my goodness, that's um, awesome. And so that's my biggest heart is just to reach out. But then you meet people who are really just stuck uh, right. and in a place where they don't know where to go. And so the last thing I want to do is just give people something with not really the solution they need. And so basically, we were here and we were meeting immediate needs and feeding people. Um, the Lord just kind of sent me to Fort Payne with no agenda, no information. He just said, you're going to go there. Um, and then he spoke it, you know, there needs to be a hope center to help these needs. Um, cause I love our city, right. but the truth is we really have a desert of services here. There's not enough services for those in need, especially for what we do really helping someone from A to Z all the way through. I know. Uh, and that was impactful when we, you know, first we're getting to know one another, the fact that you don't just meet their immediate need, yeah. that you take it on to the end. You try to exactly. make people or help them 
get to a place of self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. And that could be through even um, helping with finding a job, for instance. Exactly. And that helps our business community, which we're it so does. appreciative of. So you want to talk about sure, some of the yeah. ones that you've worked with? So job placements? just kind of thinking about, um, for example, we have, I think about Bobby and Wayne. They're some of the individuals that came into the Hope Center. And I remember that first meeting um, when they came in, Bobby was in a really desperate place. She had just lost her kids to DHR, um, just really distraught. And for the first 20 minutes, we didn't say a word. It was just listening to her vent um, yes. and just being heard probably for the first time in a, in a long time. Um, Wayne didn't come in that day. That was her husband, but she was on disability. He was out of work due to health issues. They were homeless. They didn't have anywhere to go, man. It, it was just a situation That's that sad. sucked. Yes. Um, so after that, Bobby joined our program and each week she continued to come in week after week after week. Uh, she made the decision to get off of disability to get a job. Um, her husband was able to get his health issues worked out. He got a job as well here in the community. Then they were able to get into housing through our social worker and our program um, and then also get their children back. And so just kind of one of those stories of someone, you know, walking all the way through. That was a process of about 12 weeks. Right. And so, I mean, it's this is some it's strict effort. You know, it is a lot of you've got to be willing. But if you're willing, we'll help you. We'll hold your hand uh, through the whole path. And one thing that we do is the first night someone gets into their home, we actually deliver dinner to them and we'll just show up and. Most of the time, we'll furnish their home for them as much as we can, and then we'll show up and celebrate. And I remember Wayne said something. He said, you guys are the only people that have stuck with me through this whole thing. And that's what we want to hear is that that's what we are. We're the sounding board. We're the ones that believe in them that, hey, we really are going to get our hopes up. We really are going to believe that this can change in your life. Yes, I know. I love it. I'm telling you that people need that. They need someone to believe in in them. So many times it is just small little services here and there, but it's nobody's really filling in the gaps and providing yeah. the full service. So I think that's wonderful. Yes. How many volunteers do you have? So we, uh, we are kind of unique. So we have 15 professional volunteers. Those are individuals that work uh, one-on-one within the Hope Center, um, almost like non-paid employees. There's right. a lot of training. Uh, it's very serious work that we do. So then we have about 75 Deliver Hope volunteers. So those are volunteers that don't really aren't required for any training. They just show up and they serve and show the radical love of Jesus. So, and some of the things you provide at the Hope Center, as far as services within the building, what mm-hmm. are those like? So, as far as practical and physical services, we have laundry services, uh, we have shower services, we also have a food bank on site, we have a clothing closet on site, we offer referral for recovery treatment, um, referral for. Uh, transportation most of the time. There's really a really long list of things that we can do, but it's very case specific. You know, if someone right. calls and says, can I have $20 for gas? Well, no, but you can call and make an appointment and, and join our program and we might could help you, you know, figure out what's really going on. Yes. So that's what it all leads back do to. Do a lot of people, so how, how what's the reaction from people? I mean, uh, what percentage, per, when you say you can mm-hmm. come in and we can help you, Yeah. how does that translate percentage wise as far as I just wanted the 20 bucks or mm-hmm. um, thank you. I'm very interested in coming in and, and learning how I can make my own 20 bucks to pay for my gas. Yeah. So how does that? Well, I will say uh, it's definitely unique to the community. It's not something that people are used to. Um, we actually have a 24 seven hope line. We feel like it's important to always be available to answer. And so we do it any hour, no matter what time someone calls. What is um, that number? It's uh, and we're going to say it more than once. Yes. So. 888-789-HOPE is the number to the hotline. So when someone calls, we basically have a, a, a program that we follow from beginning to end to help them know there's hope. 
Um, but the answer is, you know, everyone isn't interested in that. And if they're not, most of the time we refer, we have a lot of other amazing organizations that serve those practical needs. Right. And some people don't really need the program. Um, you know, maybe they're just sick or they got out of work or laid off and it's a temporary thing. So, but for those that commit to the process, it's about a 90% success rate for those that really show up. I mean, if they show up to the appointments and yes. come through, I mean, I can just about guarantee their life's going to be transformed and they'll be in a better place. So, so how many full-time employees do you have that aren't considered volunteers? So we have basically three full-time staff right now. Okay. Uh, me, Kelly, which won the award through the chamber. Yes. Kelly so. Gardner was our woman in community leadership last year for the yes. Chamber of Commerce because, well, her heart. I mean, yeah. she's a giver if there ever was one. Yes. I mean, she lives to give for people. And we appreciate sure. her. You're so blessed to have her. Hey, we're, we're so <laughs> thankful. And it was a God thing, the way that we met. She already connected people in the community in such a great way and served at Lowe's full-time. Um, and then would come to work every day. So we're talking 14, 15 hour days, go to Lowe's, come to the Hope Center, serve clients. And now thankfully we've been able to bring her on full time. Um, and then we also have Tina. She's on our staff as well, uh, doing the social services side of things, which I told you about. Yes. Um, so such a need because there's so much legwork and what we do, we needed someone just to do that. So that's wonderful. So of the people you see, I mean, as far as referring out, do you mm -hmm. have mental health services you refer to? I mean, how does that work? What type of services are you kind of referring out? Yeah, so um, we don't have any like licensed mental health professionals on our staff. So if there's ever anything that's like outside of what we can handle, we mm -hmm. definitely always refer for that. Sure. Sometimes we can assist financially just depending on the specific situation. But we one of our rules on the phone and within the Hope Center is we never give a dead end. Um, so if someone calls and says, hey, I need gas, we don't just say, sorry, we don't do that right. and hang up. We always give a next step for the person. Oh, I love it. Um, so if someone comes into the Hope Center is facing a situation, we will always find a way to get them help. So that's just one of the things we do. But um, I kind of have a list here. It's, it's very long, so I'm not going to go over all the details, but um, just some of the services that we offer. Uh, we have hygiene products, education services. Um, we assist with haircuts sometimes. We do state ID and birth certificate. Almost like 85% of the clients that come in don't have a driver's license. Really? Don't have a social, don't have a birth certificate. And you can't get a job if you don't have any of those things. That's right. Um, so that's a big part of what we do. So really just all the practical things that you wouldn't think about, um, we find you have to have that to move forward in life. So those are some of the services that we offer. I know this winter you had a, a service that you mm -hmm. had started this winter and it's seasonal and yes, you know, you have to start somewhere. So, yeah. and it was for, you, you did not call it, um, wasn't homeless. Yeah. Tell us what the, the program was. So it would be our neighbors, um, okay. that are just in need, need a place to lay their head. And so this year we started hope houses, uh, which is a program to help those that are out in, in the winter. Um, you know, it gets real cold here in Fort Payne. It may be hot today, but tomorrow it could be snowing. That's right. You never know. And so we were blessed this year. Um, our program is very, very intensive, the residential program. So we actually helped three individuals. Um, they stayed with us 24-7. Each individual was able to get into housing um, or into a job by the end of the program. And so it, it may not be a lot of people, but within that, um, it's just so awesome to see these are three lives that have been changed in the housing, off the streets, uh, life change for eternity. Self-sufficient. So, exactly. And all through your help, which yeah. I'm just, I can't explain to you, the listeners, <laughs> enough yeah. what an impact I think Mark for Life has already had on our community. Um, just like I said, connector of goodness and all things good. Yeah. 
what do you see um, for Mark for Life's future? What have you got planned for the future? Just keep growing and serving as much as we can. Um, you know, with the Hope Houses, it definitely brought in a new element. Um, we did a lot more staff and a lot more help. And so right now in this season, we're really focused in on the Hope Center, uh, just continuing our services, growing our clientele and growing our volunteers. We're always in need of more volunteers. So, so talk about that. How can people help and how can they become more engaged with your mission and your services at yeah. the Mark for Life? Um, so, of course, you can always give your time. So that would be through volunteering. And on our website, it's IamMarkedForLife.com. And if you go into the volunteer tab or just put in forward slash volunteer, you'll see a description of all the things that we have there. Uh, most of those are weekly commitments, but maybe you have a group that just wants to come in and help and do something. You can always email us. That information is there. Uh, for those that may want to give physically, there's an Amazon wish list. There's a list of our most urgent needs. Um, we are 100% partner funded. We don't receive any financial grants from any government entity. It's just all individual partners and churches with the heart to see the ministry come forth. So, so if you're a business in the community, um, I know you guys would love to have of course. their partnership with your services. So again, tell us the website so yeah. they can... So it's IamMarkedForLife.com slash give. And I always invite people to come by for a tour. You know, give yeah. us a call, schedule something. I think it's great to, to lay your eyes on it. The Lord is so good to us, and he provides for every need that we have, but it's always great to expand and, and show people about his goodness and what he's doing within the Hope Center. So so where did you – is this – Marked for Life Ministries. Did mm-hmm. you, is this your name you created or? It is. Okay. Um, so I'm the founder. Right. Um, we started, like I said, in 2013. And so it was an evangelistic ministry. I actually traveled as a speaker um, for the majority of the organization. And then we kind of transitioned a couple of years ago into just helping those that are facing homelessness and, and feeding people and storm relief, which are things that we all still do. Yes. Um, and we really decided, hey, it was time for a physical location and no better place than here in Fort Payne. So, so where is your office located? What's the address? It's 2141 Gaunt Avenue North. And if we just want to get real specific, it's diagonal from the Barone's Pizza Buffet. So, <laughs> <laughs> But try to call first or, and let them yeah. know you'll be there so they can be looking for you. For sure. That's very helpful because we never know. Um, you know, what may be going on in the room. So having a heads up is always good. But we also take clothing donations. That's a big way people can help if you've got some clothes in there. Gently used. We are very specific because we want to bring dignity to the client. That's but, right. Um, and then, of course, those the urgent needs list on our website. We update that every week with what the needs are. So Yeah, I think as a community, this is something worth getting behind. I can say that we did partner with Mark for Life for mm-hmm. um, we had a digital inclusion grant through the um, Chamber of Commerce and our Entrepreneurial Center in Fort Payne and provided a couple of computers for you guys. Yes. And I think those were being used to help. Um, they are. For search for jobs. And and to us, that's super important because obviously financial stability is of a course. key component of being self-sufficient. So, And it helps our local businesses with their workforce development and employment. So we yes. appreciate that so much. Oh, we're hey, we're thankful to be a part of the grant. We've got it there in our office with the social worker, and so a lot of times we're assisting there and helping them as they do that. So it's helpful for them to not have to go to a different place and have someone walk with them through each step. So yes, we're so, honored to be counted for that. So things like computers, I mean, just simple things that you may not think would be beneficial. Yeah, for your program, it does. It makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Hey, it's it really has been an honor. And I'll just say uh, our website is the best source of information. Our team spent a lot of time on that. 
under the stories tab, you can actually see some of those testimonies from individuals who have just been transformed uh, by the ministry. And that's just because of the Lord, you know, working within their lives and them being willing to move forward. So. Well, we are excited to have you in Fort Payne. Yeah. And we're glad that you're here and you're doing well and you're um, moving programs forward. And we just look forward to, to seeing what you have in the future for Fort yeah. Payne. Thank you so much. I Thank you for it. coming and being on our program today, Logan. Yep. You've been listening to Business is Booming, a podcast brought to you by Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. The host is Chamber Director Jennifer McCurdy, Executive Producer Stephen B. Smith, with Assistant Producer Emily Kirby. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media.